All right. I think I maybe start most of my podcasts with that word, all right. That's a little awkward, isn't it? I guess. Actually, kind of reminds me, back in the day, I used to play a, a little game with some friends. It was called How to Make a Triangle. And there was this little trick that at the beginning of every sentence, you just said, all right. All right, I'm going to do this. All right, I'm going to do that. And it was uh, really funny because you'd watch other people get really frustrated. But um, welcome to another Ambushed Podcast. I'm not sure if I still like that name, but we'll just roll with it for now. This is uh, going to be a two-parter series. This one and the next one. I uh, have really been intrigued by uh, two words, and I'm I'm always learning about these two words, but this first one is on, obviously, the first word, and the next one will be on the second, but these are both words that have been around for thousands of years, and they both um, they both mean a lot. They have a lot of carried meanings behind them. They both have a lot to do with, yeah, spirituality in a general way, but also just, I think, life, and it's a... a important thing to know each of these. So this one's going to be called Reclaiming Teshuva or Teshuva, however you would like to pronounce it. And the next one will be Reclaiming uh, Metanoia. Okay. So we'll just jump right into this first. Reclaiming Teshuva. So this first word is a Hebrew word. It is uh, one that's been around for thousands of years and if you've ever had the opportunity to sit and listen to a rabbi talk about this word, they can probably give you far more information than what I can. I don't call myself a Hebrew scholar, but I, I can read a little bit and I know how to translate enough that it, it at least jumps out at me when I really sit down with it. But this word teshuva or teshuva, it really boils down to the word or translation into English as return. Now, you might have heard it called repent, and I guess that is all right in one sense from a practical side, but return is a better way, I think, because teshuva, teshuva means to turn. Not just the 180, not just in directions, as if you're walking in one direction and in another, but there's there's an element of turning of the whole being, not just your walk, but maybe your, your talk, <laughs> the way you think, the way you do, the way you speak. There's a, a turn that happens, a return actual, in actuality, a return back to the original direction. So the rabbis back in the day, they used this word because they found it all over the Hebrew scriptures. It's used a number of times, and there's, uh, there's even an ancient text called the Talmud where the rabbis used to value the Hebrew scriptures so much that in the periphery around the edges... Sometimes they would write little liner notes around the edges. Well, that became a formalized practice. I mean, we think of it now 
when you write in the margins of a book. But they did that with their scriptures in some sense. And so we have this thing called the Talmud, which is really a collection of notes and thinkings and thoughts and reflections on these Hebrew scriptures that are just thousands of years old and are testaments really to people having experiences with the divine and wanting to catalog and write down all of their experiences and moments of awe and wonder. And so that's what the the, uh, the Hebrew scriptures are in a lot of ways. They're a record, a recording of people writing down their experiences. And so we, fortunately, get to inherit that tradition. We have the opportunity to learn from it and to read from it. And so this word teshuva comes out. But in the Talmud, there's this one passage that talks about how it's reflecting on the Tehillim number 90. That's the, the Psalm 90. That God had in, invented or God had created Teshuvah before the world, before the universe, before the cosmos was even invented, before it was brought into being, before God created the known world, he created Teshuva. Now, of course, this is a midrash. I mean, it's in the Talmud. It's a, a playful commentary on Psalm 90, but there's something there. Because on some level, the divine being behind all things chose to put in place a mechanism a, a means by which the created universe would have a means of returning back to what it was always supposed to be isn't that wonderful that for God to fix things wasn't a secondary thought it was actually maybe a primary thought all right, I'm going to create. But before I create, I'm going to make a way to fix things first. And now that I've made a way to fix things, here we go. Now I'll create. And so here we have this old ancient Hebrew word, teshuva, which means to return to its original direction. That's really kind of powerful. And in the Hebrew understanding of the world, God had intentionally established another, I'm going to use another Hebrew word, shalom, which doesn't mean perfection, but it means more something like what we say in English, harmony or balance. God had originally planned for there to be a harmony, a balance to all things, a means by which things don't go off kilter and things don't go spiraling out of control. The divine always had in mind that the world should be a balanced and a level place that has a clear direction 
and that direction is always forward. And it's always towards bigger and better and more vibrant health and thriving. And so there's a there's a philosopher, not a philosopher, I'm sorry, a professor who wrote from Harvard. His name was his name was Hans Frey. And he made some uh, interesting comments about identity in a book and he he writes quite a bit about how human identity comes down to two things act is number one and two is intention that if you know somebody by their actions but you don't know their intentions you don't know that person But if you know somebody's actions and their intentions, you might be able to reasonably say, I know this person. And so, when we look at ourselves, we have to stop and think, what are my actions and what are my intentions? And then we can look and see what our identity is. You see, every so often we have moments where our actions we know are wrong. Maybe we had good intentions, but our actions really messed some things up. And that's okay. Sometimes mistakes happen. Maybe you didn't mean to (laughs) break a window when you're playing baseball, and that ball went right through the front window of someone's house. That wasn't intentional. It was an action that maybe wasn't a good one, but... It was something that maybe needed to have Teshuva come into play. A means by which we could return back to the way things were. And so, if you've ever broken a window, it's a good idea to go back and to fix it. But in another sense, sometimes our intentions aren't good either, are they? Not just our actions, but sometimes the intentions. And so that's why... Teshuva, a return, is a good thing. Because Teshuva says, regardless of what your actions were or your intentions, there is still a means by which you can return back to the originally intended shalom, the originally intended intended balance and harmony that is supposed to be. And so from the Hebrew scriptures, we inherit this idea, this concept of teshuva, of returning back to the originally intended order for the universe. Now, what's fascinating, fascinating, and this is why I think this word needs to be um, taught a little bit better than it has, is that in the book of Genesis, there's no mention of the universe being perfect. Ooh. Although some people like to say that it is, it doesn't doesn't say that in the opening chapters of Genesis. At one point, God looks at the creation, he looks at everything that he had made and says, it is good. It is good. And then, after Eve is done being created, God looks at it all and says, Ah, it is very good. 
But here we are, sometimes we have people that uh, give us this mindset of thinking that back in the day, in some archetypal time, at the beginning of all things, the world was perfect. But that doesn't work, that doesn't show up in, in the Hebrew scriptures. They didn't even bother with the idea of perfection in some sense. But the idea that everything was made to be very good. Uh, that God looked at the world and said, Tov ma'od, that this is very good. Technically, it translates as strongly good, but very good is another way of saying. And so we have this word teshuva to remind us that there is always a way to return back to the tov ma'od. Perfection sometimes can be an idol. Or let's just go ahead and say that it is. God didn't create us to be perfect. Whatever our ideas of perfect are, it it's not helpful. Because one, not only is it probably not attainable, but two, it maybe never was. But to say that the universe is very good and that the divine has made a means by which we can return back to the very goodness that was intended. Wow. That's profound. And so in some sense, it means being grounded again, you know? Sometimes to do teshuva rightly, to return means to put our feet on the ground again. And in an earlier podcast, maybe you remember, I said that the word for humility comes from this Latin word hummus, which means ground. That humility means to be grounded again. And guess what? In the Hebrew scriptures, Adam, Adam, humans, mankind are made from the ground. And so it's a good idea every so often to teshuva, to return back to the ground, to be grounded again in your life, to return back to the originally intended goodness. No matter what the actions or the intentions were in the past, there is a means by which the divine has enabled us to return. And so I wanted to title this Reclaiming Teshuvah because we carry with it the word repent. Um, sometimes some connotations that aren't helpful. For instance, I made a comment on perfection, returning to perfection. Ugh. That'll be an endless task. That almost sounds like it's a futile attempt right from the beginning. But to say that it's possible to return to your very goodness, well, that has a, I don't know, that just sounds more relaxing than to say you have to return to being perfect again. So that's 
that's all for right now. Teshuva is maybe a, a fantastic word that we need to reclaim. And so let's try and do that. Cheers until next time.